Good morning. Today's class is Lunish by Ben Yafam for Shalema, healing of Harab Shalmi Yamina, Rabbi Rush, Harab Dainu Mansara, Elishav Margaliba Shifra Leam, and Reina Babahia and Talibat Esther. Success and fear of heaven for Elishav Banavaga, the Elbin Elishav, Emmet Ben Elishav, Shefa Ben Elishav, Reina Maka, Vaba Tova Basha. Also, the event is August 24th with Gary Newman for singles and everybody. That is going to be August 24th. The event, we're going to have the event and then we're going to have a singles event afterwards. Today's class, please share and rate the podcast. We have a really, really great concept today. And this is one of the things that it's, it's a question on everybody's mind. You know, how much, how much effort do you have to make versus how much faith versus effort? How much effort do you have to make? And it's, it's really, really, it's a question on everybody's mind. You know, somebody sent me, a, somebody sent me a, a letter from the Lubavitcher Rebbe, and the letter said, if you want to make more money, focus on more bitachon, more trust, then more trust leads to more money. It's funny how bitachon is bitachon, right? We... we you know, before people had their bitachon and bitacoin. And obviously, um, well, it's not so bad right now. So, But it's funny how that, those two words. And you see the world today, you, you know, you, you see the current events, you see the strike in Hollywood, right? There's a huge strike in Hollywood. Why? Because AI came out. And all of a sudden, these, these writers, they fear, you know, they fear that they're going to lose their jobs. And next thing you know, they're protesting instead of praying. You know, that's what we do in life. We, instead of, you could see all the people that are protesting. Spiritual people, people have faith. They don't protest. They pray. Pray could change nature. People that don't have faith, they, they rely on nature, they rely on people, rely on this. They have to protest. But what are you going to go, to tell the world? Okay, no more AI. We're going to stop making movies. But you, do you understand the, 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 the way the world is when you don't have faith? What do you turn to? Threats, violence, uh, you know, any, any form of... You know, any form of blackmail where they can, you stop doing this, so, okay, no more AI, so we can watch movies again. Look, look how ridiculous we have fallen into that. It's funny, I ended up seeing that concept just before this class. So this Parsha, Parsha's Akif, talks about the constant, constant relationship with money. And again, it's extremely important to have, not, there's nothing wrong with having money. It's what people do when they lack money. That is the problem. When they lack it, the greed, the steal, stealing, the, the envious, money itself comes from the same place as your soul. This is why we all, we, all, we all seek it. We all seek it because it comes from a very high place. What you do with it, what, what, what it makes you, your relationship with it, that's a whole different story. And the partial begins saying, we're going to talk about two concepts. And it's funny how we're getting business advice today from uh, the from 1800 Ukraine, so just imagine <laughs> today's advice. I'm not getting it from uh, you know, I'm not getting it from the Wall Street Journal. I'm getting it from a tzaddik 1800 years ago in Ukraine, in the 1800s in Ukraine. Go figure that one out. It looks like it's it's a conscious thing. So the pastor says he deprived you and made you go hungry. He fed you the manna, and you were unfamiliar with it. And your fathers they didn't they didn't know what it was. This is why the man itself, man who, what is it? What is the man? What is it? Emuna. Man who means emuna. 
So what is it? There's also a concept of looking up. What is it? Emunah. Emunah, you don't have to... Emunah is faith. Emunah, you don't have to figure... And he says, he's saying here, when a person looks to God for his daily support, daily he creates a vessel. And that vessel creates a bounty. This is exactly why your creator always keeps you on the rope. He doesn't give you the... the here you go, I'm going to give you... I'm going to take care of all your business worries so you don't have to worry about it anymore. He constantly wants you to look up every single day for that particular substance. Every single day has a different substance. And on Shabbat, obviously, is the day that we let go. And this is where the, the, the Parsha talks about, before we get into the class, the Parsha talks about that, you know, you're going to get to a point where you're going to say, my strength and the power of my hands made me this wealth. Remember God, for He's the one who is he's the one who's strength. I remember Trump gave this speech about how great America was doing, and then COVID came, like, I mean, that, like two, two months later, COVID came. Like the presidential union, it was like, yeah, my strength, my this, the this. Yeah, next thing you know, the whole country shut down. So it, it just goes to show you how much we have to recognize this concept. And the, when, we say my, the, when you say to yourself, my strength and the power of my hands made me all this wealth, the primary area in which the evil inclination overwhelms a person is through his livelihood. If he's going he's gonna to get you there, by the way. Why? Because he gets you. If 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 you don't, if you lose your faith, you you fall into depression. If you fall into depression, worry, you fall into food addiction, sex addictions, you name it. But he knows how to get you. If you could be saved from the business area, and by the way, like we said before, the word wow. Money is very. You have to you have to be careful not to worry about it. You have to careful not to be obsessed about it, and you have to be careful not to withhold it. Not to keep it for yourself. Make sure you're a vehicle. Those are the things. Anytime there's stress, stress in your life about money, you need to say, wow, what am I doing? Am I worrying about it? Am I obsessed about it? Or am I withholding charity? Because remember, we want to keep the flow going. We don't want bottlenecks. We create spiritual bottlenecks, by the way. And then we go into a retreat. That's what I say. Anytime there's a, wow. Wow, I go into wow, what am I doing? Wow, what am I doing? And it's, it's a great tool, by the way, because it interrupts and automatically says, okay, you got to go into trust. You got to stop being obsessed with it. Let it come to you. But when you run after it, it runs away from you. So that we, we're, we're going to talk about that concept. But the the the, 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 the tells us that a person, the primary evil inclination attacks us is a person foolishly believes that he can earn a living solely through the power of his hands and he does not, divide, he does not rely on divine province. So basically, we, we, you know, there's people that don't want to de- deal with... Moses is Moses and business is business. They don't want to have God in the business. They're not interested in this bit. I'll go to, I'll do my thing, I'll do, but I don't want to have this divine thing where I have to rely upon him, I have to pray, I have to trust, I have to you know, give charity. I don't want to deal with this. I'll go to Shul, I'll go, I'll, I'll dip the apple in the honey, I'll go, I'll, I'll break the matzah into two and hide the afikami. I just don't want to deal with the business part. Too bad. This is also part of the picture. And you can't just say Moses is Moses and business is business. It's all connected. I'm going to tell you why it's all connected. And this is why you have to recognize constantly, you have to recognize that do not let success get to your head and do not let failure get to your heart. 
It's extremely important. You know, we've, we've, I've gone through so many challenges in, in, in areas of my life and business that if you start taking it personal, right away, net worth becomes self-worth. You have to recognize sometimes you're just being tested and you just have to hang in there. Again, very connected to exactly what we're going to talk about now. It's all connected. It's all like a... But he's going to talk about it, how this all started in the beginning of creation. Another thing he's saying here, he's saying that the word mamon, this is another one that I constantly always have on my head. Mamon means money, which is a numerical value of 140. Correct? And Ramnathan tells us that you have to pray 70 times to make a living, because you have to make a profit, and 70 more times to not think it's you. Not to give the illusion it's you. Not to think it's your efforts, it's your work, it's your, 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 your. Do you understand? And really the only reason why we would get depressed or anxious is because we think it's us. And when the world is operating on such fear today, on such fear, it's almost, it's gravity today. It's gravity when, when you see this. But at the end of the day, it's not, we're not, we're supposed to constantly say, this has nothing to do with me. I live in divine province. You know, you know, you know, when you see a hurricane coming, you know, the first people see, are they in the cone or not? Is a hurricane, maybe, maybe this is not a New York thing. They don't get that many. We get hurricanes here. Like, is it, is it, are we in the cone? Oh, we're not in the cone? Don't worry about it. Oh, we're in the cone. Worry about it. The whole purpose is, what are you talking about? It's all divine province. If you live in divine province, God could change, you, you, you have the op- opportunity to change things in a, mi- in a minute. And we, this is exactly the reason why we wash our hands in the morning, to remind us of wash your hands. The same hands could become very heavy when there's sadness. The same hands could go, what do you, where, where do you get stressed? What do you do? You take your hands, you put it on your head. Right? You, right away, you put it on your hands. I can't take this. Yes, you can take it if you have divine providence. So washing the hands, every time you wash your hands, remind yourself that the water is cleansing your arrogance, cleansing our own arrogance. And we all, again, we all fall. Again, without giving charity, Ramnathan tells us, it is impossible. It is impossible to be saved from this issue. It is not possible without giving charity to be saved from this issue. Because it, just like anything else in life, if you don't have an output, right, then why would a creator constantly create a flow for you? Let's say you're destined to make a million dollars this year, and you're destined, and, and God wants to give $100,000 of charity through you to this organization. Next thing you know, you don't want to give it? He'll take it away from you, give it to somebody else to do it. So you need to understand that you, sometimes we get that opportunity and we see what we do with the money. What are you doing with the money? You understand? It's like I said before. Yes, God will give you a, 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 a zivug, a, par- a marriage partner. It doesn't mean it's always working out. So not to all the time things work out if, if the person does not have the right idea with the money, the right consciousness with the, with the money itself. And this is why, despite all effort, he, this is the post success. He is the one who gives you strength this refers to God giving us advice, right? You know, God opens up our mind, He gives us an idea, God closes it. Despite all the efforts, livelihood comes from God, who advises each person on how to earn a living. The difficulties in earning a living stem from Adam's curse. Only by the grace of God can we be overcome this curse. 
Shabbat, the day of rest, we do not work. It's a rectification for the curse. So Shabbat itself, when you let go, letting go means divine providence. So this is what we, he talks about. Now what is he saying here? And Rabnathan's telling us here, in the Kute, in the Kute Tefillah, something very beautiful. And he says, effort versus, faith versus effort. And this is a question always on my mind. How much effort am I putting? Too much effort? Am I not putting an effort? You're, don't worry, your wife will always tell you you're not putting enough effort. Don't, don't worry, you don't, because remember, what women are bina. They're not chachma. You understand, women are action. What's the action? They, they, can't understand, they can't comprehend this thing. Again, if you send me an email, you send me, I couldn't care less. You can send them, I'll give you my, my drug mugs mail. But the bottom line is, this is the way God made it. Women, women are chiefer with charity. The Gemara says this. This is not my words. Everything I say, is, there's, a, there's a source for it. This is not, I am just a shofar. Okay? So women in general, they're, they're cheaper with, with things. In, 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 because they don't, men are chachma. Men see the bigger picture. Women are into details. So, the guy will always say to his wife, relax, I'll have a muna. Doesn't mean you could be lazy, but there's a certain amount of things where you put the work in and you have to find a way to let go. Because too much work, it's like overtraining. It doesn't, doesn't make you lose weight. Actually, it'll give you cortisol and stress your body out. So there's a fine, there's a, there's that, that's why you need prayer to know how much is enough effort Versus letting go. How much? And a good indication is what you do in the morning. Do you come to pray in the first thing or do you go right to business? You know, what do you do? What do you, what, what's the first thing on your mind? You know, if you're coming into pray, if you're learning, that's guaranteed showing you that, you know, there was a billionaire who, there was a great story about the, a billionaire who, who was a religious guy. And he basically, you know, he says, listen, I decided from 9 to 12 I'm going to learn. And the rest of the day, it is what it is. So what happens? He, tur- he turns off his phone completely from 9 to 12. And all of a sudden, he's learning. And then he picks up his phone. And all of a sudden, 100 messages, of course. And the messages go, at 9 o'clock, we have this problem in this building. 11 o'clock, it was resolved. This employee wants to leave. It was resolved. At the end of the day, all we're doing is babysitting one problem, and it gets fixed. And babysitting one headache, turning out one fire. But at the end of the day, they ultimately, they ultimately get, get fixed. And he understood that. So the parser says, Remember Hashem, your God, for He is the one who gives you the strength to earn a livelihood. Very important. He is the one who gives you the strength, the ideas, the, the, the strength. Sometimes, you know, we look at a deal, we don't have the strength to do it. We have a business. We don't have, how come sometimes we do have a deal and we do have that strength? Where's that coming from? That is God giving you that strength. You just have to let Him in by not being so controlling. You know, I remember buying a, a hotel in the middle of COVID. Like, I wouldn't do that in my own, my own sechel. God gave me the strength and He gave me the courage to, to say, you know what, it's the middle of COVID, forget, don't live in fear, take this opportunity. I wouldn't have got, I would, there's no way me in a normal head would have, got, would have done that, that, that transaction in the middle of COVID. In the, there's no way. Only God will give you that strength. Why? Because if you strengthen yourself, God will strengthen us. God will strengthen you even more. So all we have to do is really pretty, pretty much go halfway. The rest, your creator pushes you. You have to basically get out of your car, start pushing the car, and then, then, then you have to let heaven do the rest. You cannot think that you're the one pushing the car. Always, only. Because then arrogance comes in. 
So what he's saying here is there's two forms, there's two concepts in life, in, in, and this all relates to the beginning of creation, and it's, it, and it's very hard to, to grasp this. This is why you need prayer. The first concept is, is the shattering of the vessels. God created the world, He created it with too much light, and He created shattering of the vessels. And that opportunity of shattering of the vessels basically created sparks and situations in my life where I have to go come here in this world and make a tikkun. I have to, let's say, in the past life I was cheap, I have to, God will put me in a new life, He'll give me a lot of money, and I have to give charity. That's a, that's a rectification. So a lot that's going behind the scenes. So the first step is shattering of the vessels, which represents God creating the world with too much vessels, meaning that we're here in order to constantly, our engagement in business and work is shifting, is, is, is called in Kabbalah, called, it's called birur, taking the good from the bad. So every single time, for example, let's say, for even making bread, okay? Making bread requires 10 steps. And what are you doing? You're separating, you're shifting. It's not, the, the fact that you eat the bread, this is why we eat it with, t- with 10 fingers, is because it represents 10 steps in making it. Look how much work that had to happen. And, it ha- and we put our hands on it. So recognize, yes, we do have to work. Because there's a pasuk that says, God will bless you in everything that you do. So you do have to work. It's not that I could just sit there and say, I have a muna. No, you do have to work and create that vessel because of this concept of the shattering of the vessels, and we come here to repair things in our lives. We come here to fix, we come here to elevate things, etc. But there's a second concept, which is called the, which, 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 which is called when God created the emptiness, which is called the tzimtzum, the void. So this is called the vacated space. We've spoken about that. That God had to create the world with infinite light, but then he, he, he created, he had to remove himself from the picture in order for man to have free will. So what Ramnathan is telling us here is in this constriction, although Hashem exists everywhere, he's also concealed. This is, what he's saying here, is this is where, where you're in a place of, that you're lost, that you're, you're seeing where's God in the picture, that's the place where you have to hang on to your faith. You understand? That's not the place to do. There's certain places where you just have to hang on and just trust. In the first part, yes, we have to, the vessel's broke. We have to come here to repair and we have to come here to work and we have to elevate things. Yes. But there's also the second concept, which is the Targum explains. He is the one who gives you the strength. Means that he will give you the idea to make money. So what happens if I'm so depressed, sad, anxious, I don't, I don't make space for that idea to come. It's only when I let go, like Albert Einstein said, he used to get the greatest ideas in the shower. I'm going to get that idea in the vacated space sitting, by sitting and doing nothing and just relying on a simple faith. You understand? I'm not getting the idea of running around and killing my competitor. That's not when I'm getting the idea. So you have to have both. You have to have the running and you also have to have the returning. Because if you just do the running, you can, all of a sudden, you could next thing you know, run, run, run. Just it doesn't mean that your effort is going to guarantee success. The Mishra Yisharim says that all you have to do in life is pay a tax. 
So whatever, the tax is the effort to make a living. But the tax itself can be transferred. So I could put, I could spend one year on one deal and get nothing out of it. I could spend two weeks on another deal and make four times as much as that one deal. That has happened to us a thousand times. How we think, look how much effort, or, you, or for example, you put seven, eight months, nine months in a, in a relationship, you got nothing out of it, but, a, you know, but, but, but your in-laws' uh, trauma, or your future in-laws, potential in-laws' trauma, and then next thing you know, you meet the greatest person, in two weeks you get married, and what happened? Because you think it's the effort. No, the effort got transferred. After darkness comes light. So what he's, Ramnathan is telling us here is... You could be a phenomenal businessman, you can have an ideas, but you don't have a business to buy. <laughs> nothing to buy. Genius, but nothing to buy. If he forces the issue, he chooses the wrong merchandise. So you can't force the issue. He'll risk losing anything. But by remaining steadfast in his faith, even when Hashem is completely hidden, he merits revealing Hashem's presence in the vacated space, which is a place of hiddenness. He will receive the advice he needs for work. So what he's saying here, there's a time to work and there's a time to let go. And you're going to get the idea when you let go. So the next time things look bleak, whether you're at work or at home and you have no idea what to do, realize that you've arrived at the vacated space. Right now your job is to do nothing at all except believe in Hashem He's going to somehow be there. This faith will reveal Hashem's presence and you will see He'll give you that idea. I have seen this a thousand times where I've tried I've, and then I backed out. Overtrying is a problem. Overtraining is a problem. Overconvincing. There's a great concept in life that I heard yesterday. It's got Eddie Pinheiro. He had a beautiful concept that he heard in a book. It says, in life, you want to be a buyer. You don't want to be a seller. Buyer's calm. He's calm. He's not desperate. A seller's desperate. You know, a guy's buying houses. He's calm. He's not the needy. The seller's desperate. The seller's dropping the price. The seller's depending on approval. A buyer's not. Buyer's calm and collected. You, know, you look at a buyer... And you look at a seller. You got two different kinds of people. In life, we need to become buyers, not sellers. As far as consciously. When you're a buyer, let's go, I'm buying a house for my vacation. I'm buying, I'm calm. If it's not this one, it's the next one. I don't have that neediness. I don't have that, that uh, angst. I don't have that anxiety. The seller, am I going to get married? Who's going to buy my house? Who's going who's gonna to marry me? Who's going to... Already you're putting yourself in the wrong position. Because now you're needed. You become needy. You become desperate. Because you're not the buyer. You're the seller. You have to walk around like you are, you are the buyer. That calm confidence. If it works out, wonderful. If it doesn't, it's also wonderful. And this takes, this takes really, really, really a lot of prayer. I don't think there's a... And this is why exactly the vacated space is a, is a paradox. Faith versus effort. There's no, there's no line that's going to give you that answer only in your heart according to your situation where you have, to make that pray, you have to make that prayer in life. Otherwise, we would follow a book. But like the Lubavitcher Rebbe says, you need more faith 
more bitachon leads to more money. More bitachon, more parnasa. It doesn't say more work, more parnasa. More bitachon, more parnasa. Understand? More bitachon, more parnasa. He says a, very, a thousand times. The same thing with Rav Nachman. Bitachon allows you to receive, trust allows you to receive something in the future into the present moment. So we all have to understand subconsciously what's going on in our minds and what kind of energy we're putting out there during the day. We have to get out of that panic mode. And it's funny how Manus Friedman, he had a, he had a video of a fish, a bigger fish eating a smaller fish. And the fish went inside the fish. It, it, it didn't, it's not the tail. He didn't get, the bigger fish didn't eat the tail. The, the other, smaller fish went into the mouth. You understand? He attracted it. He didn't chase it. You understand? It was amazing to see that. Like even how God runs the world. The fish is running after everybody. Next thing you know, he's sleeping, opens up his mouth, and the food comes to his mouth. So this is something that we all need. This is not just a class. You have to really understand this, and you have to audit your life and seeing how much effort am I putting. Do I have, do I have that vacated space? Do I have that area in life where I let go? And by the way, we can take, take the, same, the same thing with marriage also. Do I have that space? Am I making space for my creator to bless me? Or am I so worried and controlled and obsessed and exhausted and depressed that there's no space? So where's no space, there's no faith. You have, we have to always create space. That's how you recreate something. You know, you have, you know sometimes I have people that oh, text me too much. They think, what do I tell them? I need space. Because if I'm dealing with them right now, I'm burnt out. I can't talk to that person. But if you give me some space, I will reconvene that conversation in a little bit. But right now I can't because there's no space. I'm burnt out. And we all, we all get that. So space is needed. When you are burnt out in business, it's because you are over effort. You're, you're too much into the shattering of the vessels. Step back and let Hashem bless you. And just like Albert Einstein, it came to him in the shower. How in the, I mean, do we understand this? His ideas came to him in a shower. Not in a chemical lab or a medical lab or in a university. In the shower. It's because when you let go, you make space. And then God gives you. And that's a very important message in this. And I, it's beautiful how you related it to the how, how we related faith versus effort to the concept of business, which is with, to the concept of the shattering of the vessels and the vacancy. That's Rav Natan. We, we can't appreciate enough these words of Rav Natan. And what, uh, again, we can't appreciate it enough how we could take a simple concept like this and teach you an unbelievable idea that can change your whole life. Everybody should have an amazing day. Make space for your Creator. Let him, let him bless you. Create a, place, a space for blessing. That means you have to stop worrying, you have to stop obsession, and you have to start becoming and stop withholding. That is the greatest way for the ideas to come to you. This is why we always say all the time, and we should always remind ourselves how much we know nothing. Imagine telling these speech to these speechwriters in, in Hollywood. These, they're, they're attacked by AI. AI is now the new Yetzirah for them. They can't breathe because AI, AI is going to take my business. Nobody can take your business. It's from God. But if you live like that, then go, go after AI. Go sue AI, whoever. Go, go, go end up in lawsuits forever. 
that's not a, you know, we don't want to live like this. We don't want to protest in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard saying, hey, I took my business. Do you understand? That's, that is the Teva. That is the world of Teva. That is the world of, of, that you fall into. You fall into that Teva world of, of garbage. Or you can live in divine providence and believe that, that everything can change. You could, see the, you could see the gift of AI instead of saying, hey, I killed you. Just giving you an example on how people react based on their beliefs in their creator. And this is why we have, the, we have such a gift of Amuna and gift of Bita, and we're not, we're not activating it. You know, we're not activating it. We're not, we need to activate it. These things must be activated. They do not activate by itself. You need to activate it. You need to pray for it. You learn about it. That's how you activate it. If you do not activate it, it will not work for you. It's that simple. And you need to understand that. The same thing as working out. The same thing as breathing. Nothing works on itself in heaven. You have to activate it and then heaven creates a, a, a corresponding response based on your intention. Have a great day.